The One Micronesia Podcast is brought to you by Docomo Pacific. Better together. Hafrey and Rananim, Mogesin, and welcome to the One Micronesia Podcast. In this episode, I am excited because I've been friends with this girl <laughs> for so long. We talked about so many things over the period of time that we've known each other. But I have always known her story, her story that in, in what she's doing in her career and in her work. And just recently, a press release went out and it went crazy. She didn't do anything about any sharing of the press release. All there was was a press release and the people reacted and the people said, hey, this is an amazing uh, this is amazing news. That's really amazing for our region and especially for FAS citizens and FSM citizens uh, who uh, are living in Guam and abroad. And I think it shows how hardworking we are as people who will never give up in the different careers that we have. And we'll push through until we get to whatever the goal is. And she definitely is working towards maybe this is not her goal. She has more to come. But this is this is big news. and It has to be talked about. And it's about time we hear her story. So, ladies and gentlemen, on with me on the podcast here is the one, the only, Tanelta Mori, the newly congressional legislative director for the Guam Congressman uh, Michael Sinicholas for the office in D.C. So, here with me, Tanelta, Rananim, oh, and thank you. Day. Welcome. Rananim and Mogetin, half a day, Vic. Thank you so much for having me. My goodness, that introduction. <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> I try to go big or go home. So, yeah. oh my goodness! <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Such an honor, privilege. Thank you, man. Like I said, uh, T, we 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 we've known each other for so long, and it's just we we've always had talks on the side, but but this I think is a talk that has to be had because not for me, but for the people to know your story, to to know how it all started for you and where you're at now. And it's not the end because I know you're going to push through. You're going to break <laughs> barriers and, and, and go and do amazing things more than you're doing now. So I can't wait to see what that is in the future. But right now, it's a very special moment for you, for your family. And I don't know if you know, but it's a very special moment for the people of the FSM to see something of this magnitude to happen. So uh, we're here to talk about your story. We're going to get to your position and your career and how it's evolved over the years that's coming up in just a little bit this is going to be a long talk but, but let's start with the 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 main details the, the the small details let's start about let's get to know Tanelta so for those who don't know who is Tanelta Mori oh my goodness Vic well first of all I am just so humbled by that again you Set me up. That's going to be a tough act to follow. I am honestly just a humble, modest, as I've shared with you, super shy island girl who was born and raised here in Guam with the immense privilege to travel back and home, back to home in Chuuk. So I am from Chuuk. I am a daughter of Micronesia, and I am a little girl who's somehow found her way to Washington D.C. But the story is just. A very regular story and not not that much <laughs> to live up to what Vic has just shared. So that is who Tanel Tamori is. She is a Guam born, truck bred, uh, work in progress, very uh, privileged to be working here and serving in, in the capacity that she is to serve the people of Guam in Washington, D.C. So let's talk about, you know, the, for people who don't know, let's talk about your, your 
your education a little bit, just so people can know, you know, how your background in education and stuff like that? Sure. So I am a proud graduate of the Simon A. Sanchez High School. Uh, Go Sharks. I did study at the... (laughs) Go Sharks! Um, I did study at the University of Public Administration. And so that is the work in progress and the ever-evolving education life that I have. I am currently in the ELDP, it's the Department of Interior's ELDP, Executive Leadership Development Program. Um, looking forward to that. It is a great cohort uh, being run by amazing, amazing uh, mentors. So that's exciting. I am like a sponge when it comes to education, always wanting to soak up everything that I can to further along my, my experience and knowledge. So that is the, the education aspect of Tanelta. <laughs> Wow. I mean, public school and then, of course, University of Guam. That also shows that, man, the, the UOG has definitely bred so many amazing, uh, talented uh, yeah, individuals yeah, who are out, yeah. out and about, you know, serving their community uh, one way or the other. So that's how, you know, the education system here on Guam and Micronesia is definitely doing its job and living up to uh, a, a standard, pretty much. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're a perfect example of that. So. <laughs> Um, oh, let's, <laughs> so let's go, let's talk about some influences. I, I know, I know you, you did an, uh, an interview with me and you, you, you asked about influences and I thought I threw this in cause I wanted to know what are, what are some of your influences you uh, to where you're at right now? You must have influences who you looked up to and kind of helped you push through, uh, in your career. Absolutely. I would be nowhere without the village that raised me because we all know, you know, coming from Guam, it takes a village to raise a child. And I am so thankful and blessed to say that that is what I've been blessed with. Uh, First and foremost, we've always got to give thanks, praise and glory to God in the highest because none of this would be possible without him. And just to kind of quote Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you. And those are plans that I never knew that I'd have, especially today. And to have this immense honor of interviewing with you, Vic, uh, influences, my goodness, raised in a strong family of faith and public servants. I have a long family history of public servants on both the church side, as well as the government. So that's an influence you can't escape. And um, that's the extent of who's kind of shaped who I am today. Definitely my family, friends, my Micronesian community out here in Guam, mentors, colleagues, past and present. I am the sum of the community that has built me. So we're going to talk about your career. That's coming up in just a little bit. We're going to take a break. You're watching the One Micronesia podcast. We brought to you by Docomo Pacific. Better together. We'll be right back. gets better with more. Customize and save with the fastest internet speeds in the Marianas by adding mobile, phone, and TV to your bundle with Business Bundles Plus. Docomo Pacific Business. Work better together. For the different beats of your life, we're here to keep you connected the way you want it. Plans made for you, by you. Build your own bundle with Link. Select the internet, entertainment, mobile, and home phone plans that fit your lifestyle. Pay for what you want, not for what you don't. Build your own bundle and save with Link. 
Hafidei, Rananim, and Mogatin. And we're back. The One Micronesia Podcast. We brought to you by Dokomo Pacific. Better together. So we learned about her life. She She's a shark, guys. And she pushed through the OG. And she had an idea in mind. She want, She had something that she wanted. She pushed through and it led her to a career. So let's talk about that career. Before we get to the big promotion, let's talk about your career because people should know, you know how it all started. Like I said, I put it in the questionnaires. And the famous words of Drake started from the bottom. Now we're here. Let's start there. How did it all start for you? Selvik started from the bottom. Now our whole team's here. <laughs> I've been through a lot, kept it real. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, my goodness. Uh, as I did share with you earlier, like I, did, I do come from a family of public servants, whether it be with the church or with the government and serving the people. And so I want to say it started at a very young age. Uh, I want to say my public service uh, began from my elementary school years where I had my first bid at my first student body position going up to middle school. And then of course, high school, um, those progressed. And in high school, I was able to pursue the Guam Youth Congress. So I was a member of the Guam Youth Congress where it is the parallel mirror organization for the youth of Guam, um, similar to the Guam legislature. But I wanna say the start of my career or what lit that fire was when a little girl from the Gilbasa subdivision in Jigo unknowingly submitted a letter and editorial to the Guam Pacific Daily News, left to Hawaii to take care of some family matters, and she gets a call. And it's like the governor of Guam wants to meet you because he read your story of how you struggle as a student walking almost a mile under the hot blistering sun and going through all the conditions, the weather conditions that is Guam um, on unpaved roads, unsafe roads for our children. And he would like to meet you and get that road up and paved, right? And so, I mean, why, of course I can't go, but I come back and it's so nice because as you may know or not, a lot of people may know, there are a lot of our roads here on Guam that are not yet fully developed, not paved. And so a lot of our students are, left to the mercies of the weather, uh, walking very long treks, whether it be under the rain, the sun. And so the governor of Guam at that time, when I came back, I was so humbled to see that he came out, paved the road, they had a whole thing. And so it's just erected bus stops. And so students now have better walking conditions to and from home and are able to stay in better shelters. And so that was kind of what propelled me to pursue my public service or to ignite that flame that that little girl can make such a change of that of that nature and of that magnitude and it may seem so little to others I know it did seem so little to me but it made such a difference in our lives and it took that experience and my neighbor's mom coming down to my family and holding a clipping of the editorial with tears in her eyes. Cause she was like, I cried, you know, and she was so moved. I, I didn't realize that the power or the impact that a person's experiences and words have. And I, I, I didn't know I was just writing it to, you know, to bring awareness to something and it, it came out. So that would be the start of it carried me through middle school, high school, high school became more so stronger. The flame that was ignited then was 
just being exposed. I lived a very sheltered life, um, but going into these bigger schools with bigger populations and more diverse communities, I was more aware of the harsh um, reality that a lot of my fellow Chuggies or my Canadian um, brothers and sisters grew up with. And that's the harsh reality of the stereotypes that are before us, that go before us, that precede us even before others meet us. So that was kind of the good trouble that I tried to get into growing up um, in terms of that public service. And it was in Youth Congress that I went from the little girl to the young advocate for um, just uniting the Chuggies community to try to shed some light. And I had shared this with you, Vic, about shedding the light on the good apples, right? Turning the narrative, um, bringing the light that it's not everybody. And it has such a serious impact on not just the current generations, but the future generations to come. It's not a good thing growing up, not being, you know, becoming aware of things that you had no control over, but because of where you're from, people automatically stereotype you. And so that was kind of my mission. It was to shine light on the good apples and to start with myself. Uh, that's where it started. And again, like I was going, it went into Youth Congress where it caught the attention of then himself, young and up and coming uh, leader, then Senator Michael Snickers. So that's where, that's where it began. I tried to put in a, a short snippet, but that, that was. <laughs> wow. So I think you, one, wrote the editorial and two, influenced <laughs> your little brother to take up what you did and change it, but do it his own way. He probably didn't do it politically, but he did it <laughs> musically. You know, it was something that people needed at the time. So and I was Vic, just... don't you try to downplay your role no. in this in these turns of tides, you know, in these tides turning. I know I had the conversation with you. Don't try to to try to um, you know, belittle your role in this. You have played such an immense and critical role in this. Your podcast in itself is exactly what we've been aiming to do and like he said right we have those that are consuming it be it in the music industry or in the government service and here you are in the media and I know that that's one thing that hasn't always been for us the media and to have you as an advocate to have you there in there as a voice Vic and that is why so many look up to you to improve myself so don't try to get away from that one Vic <laughs> I'm gonna keep you to it <laughs> I was trying to slide through past that one yeah nice try not under my watch <laughs> but honest, honestly it really goes to it it's it's not it's not all about me or it's not about all it's not about you know other it, I think it's a collective thing and I've always talked about this it's always yes, the collective we all have mm-hmm. to do our part in the different fields that we have it, it doesn't matter if yes. it's in the media in, in public service or in the music mm-hmm. industry or in the sports industry who helps out very well with our kids you know so I, it doesn't matter what you do and i think Manietlu and the micronesia resource center are doing so good in that area too so Absolutely. it's a it's a collective and i want people to, mm-hmm. to know that we all have to do our part in what we do and just try to do the best that we can to show that hey you know we're, we're not all bad we we all can do stuff too so now you uh, so you you made your way through. You started working at the the, the then senator's um, office, and um, let's talk about it. Uh, after the election, as I knew in my mind, after the election <laughs> happened, I was like, "Oh, Tanelta is going to D.C." 
like without, <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, like so th- that's a big change. Uh, yeah. Like you said, a, a girl oh, from Simon Sanchez loved Guam <laughs> as an island girl and now has to pack her bags and move all the way out to the East Coast, to yes. the capital of the United States of America. How was yes. that experience for you and your family? Oh, my goodness. I hope I'm pausing long, long enough, you know, that dramatic pause just to kind of indicate how much of a whirlwind that experience was. You know, we all know Congressman Nicholas always keeps you on your toes. That move was actually quite a surprise um, and such an honor to be out there. But like I said, it was such a whirlwind. I did not know. And you did mention Blue, so I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to recognize him and kind of do a plug here going out to the coolest little brother around to Kyoshi because if it wasn't for him fun fact he was actually my my partner in crime and making that leap of faith he's such an adventurous person and I am like the exact opposite I love it here I was like I'm never moving maybe just for school but you cannot like take me out of Guam right um and so Blue, being the adventurous guy that he was, he was like, I'll be there with you. And so he kind of put his life on pause to following me out on my adventures in Washington, D.C. So I'm always grateful for him for that. And so I want to make sure I put in that flag to announce his little brother, Blue. He's going to hate that. So I'm just going <laughs> to add it in there. <laughs> but it was such a whirlwind. Um, if I can paint a picture for you, Vic, that'll probably be shorter. Just imagine this. <laughs> Shelter Island little girl who's grown up on the island, paradise, you know, sunny, the beach is there right um, right in our backyard, surrounded by family every single day. It's only been to the continental U.S. about twice in her life. You know, it's there that she's home and she gets plucked or uprooted and planted into one of the leading countries, busiest intersection, the nation's capital, the United States, where they talk faster, they walk faster, everything is just so fast paced. And so that was kind of the environment that I found myself in, not having that um, exposure to the East Coast, you'll know in America, the East Coast has like a culture in itself that is so far from Guam's. And so being there, was such an experience, such a growing experience for myself. Um, and it allowed me to grow as a person and appreciate the things that some would usually take for granted. Um, but knowing that we're out there in DC, that we're out here in DC, doing the people's work, that's all that matters. And it makes the little things, you know, seem so inconsequential to the work and the gravity of the work that we're doing out there and ensuring that it gets done for the people. And now you're back yeah. home just to visit and also do work. So like, like I said, welcome back home. Thank uh, you. It's so good to be back. <laughs> I know. Now you're just going to take all that sun in and all that island breeze and everything. You look at it, you're just like, I'm almost, I'm going to touch you. I promise, Beach. I'm going to, I will put my toes back into the water. Let me just get this work done. <laughs> right. Work first and then yeah. go party later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, sure. we're going to talk about what set all of this off. The press release, ah. the promotion, <laughs> all that's coming up in just a little bit. You're watching the One Micronesia podcast being brought to you by Docomo Pacific. Better together.
gets better with more. Customize and save with the fastest internet speeds in the Marianas by adding mobile, phone, and TV to your bundle with Business Bundles Plus. Docomo Pacific Business. Work better together. For the different beats of your life, we're here to keep you connected the way you want it. Plans made for you, by you. Build your own bundle with Link. Select the internet, entertainment, mobile, and home phone plans that fit your lifestyle. Pay for what you want, not for what you don't. Build your own bundle and save with Link. Hafrey, Mogasin, and Rananim. And welcome back to the One Micronesia Podcast. And I'm still here with Tanel Tamori, the one, the only. So let's talk about it. <laughs> T, let's talk about it. Press release oh, went out. Goodness, here we go. <laughs> huge news because of the feedback of how people reacted to it and how people saw uh, this amazing thing that's happening. Um, and it's, I think one of the cool things that I love about our community of Micronesia as a whole is we're very supportive. When we see something that, that, that somebody's done and they've done such a good job at it, we don't just like, okay, they're good. We're like, oh, we, we lift them, so now you know, and I we're think we're going to lift you to mm-hmm. the highest. <laughs> exactly. So that's what happened here. And I, I think now you have, I think I have an idea of how crazy people do respect what you have d- gone through and respect what you have continued to do in this new, um, on this new journey that you're, you've definitely gone upon. Uh, so let's talk about it. The promotion, big news, feedback from family, friends, and Micronesia. How'd that, res- how'd that resonate with you? 2,000 reaction on Facebook, 500 plus comments, plus 400 plus shares. That is what, that's why I said big, huge news. So how does that resonate with you? Goodness. Um, another pause to indicate just the weight of this type of response that came back in the feedback, Vic, as you shared the community. It's a tough question, actually. You would think it's a simple question to to answer. But personally, for me, it's something that I struggle to answer. Because in my capacity, it's regardless of title, what have you. I it's something I never really think about. I never think about being, um, you know, this title or, or that title in what capacity. It's the work that we do here that has always propelled me forward. And it's these types of events that I try to hide so much away from because I'm such probably the most introverted extrovert you'll meet. <laughs> but it's this type of support and feedback that really does um, show to me the impact that one's, one's efforts can make on a community. I am nothing without my community, my village that supports me. And the response was just so overwhelming. I don't even think I've had the opportunity. And thank you for the platform, Vic, because now that kind of gives me the opportunity to sincerely and genuinely thank all those who've sent along their messages of congratulations. Again, I am, I went from my, I found my first grade teacher to like my gate teachers and just my community, my village, just having that opportunity to reconnect through these special moments of celebration was very important to me. 
it, it was so significant to me in that it reminded me of the value of the work that we're doing here as we continue. But the the response was overwhelming and it's just so humbling to have. It's just, I, there are not enough words to describe how that made me feel. And as I shared, the introvert me died three times over and I had to just hide because it was, <laughs> I didn't know how to, how to react. It was just so overwhelming. And I'm just so grateful to the community for, for their, for their response and their support. <laughs> All right, guys, to Delta Mori, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break and we'll be back for the last part of the podcast to close out. You're watching the <laughs> One Micronesia podcast. Be brought to you by Docomo Pacific, better together. It's better with more. Customize and save with the fastest internet speeds in the Marianas by adding mobile, phone, and TV to your bundle with Business Bundles Plus. Docomo Pacific Business. Work better together. For the different beats of your life, we're here to keep you connected the way you want it. Plans made for you by you. Build your own bundle with Link. Select the internet, entertainment, mobile, and home phone plans that fit your lifestyle. Pay for what you want, not for what you don't. Build your own bundle and save with Link. Afri, Rananim, and Mogesin, and welcome back to the One Micronesia Podcast. For the last part of it, man, the talk was honestly very inspirational. If it, ha- if it hasn't inspired you yet, you have to go back and rewatch the podcast because the story that she told us right at the beginning, at the top of how her career started, how this idea of her wanting to, to do more than just for herself or her family, but for the public started at a very young age. Talk about writing editorial and getting the eyes of the governor. That's huge. And I didn't know that too. So that was like a very... Um, it's a very eye-opener. It was an eye-opener for me to see what she did at a very young age. So seeing that what she's doing now, I'm like, well, this is this was like meant to be. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll be on the podcast to close out is the one, the only, the uh, legislative director of the Congress, Guam Congress, Congressional Office in D.C. Here's Tanel Tamori, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Megan. <laughs> I believe it's my closing remarks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, let's talk and, about message, message to individuals. And we talked about young Micronesians who have watched this podcast and, and gotten influenced. Message to them. Sure. Um, Vic, I am going to raise your Drake reference and um, raise you a Michael Jackson. <laughs> Oh, okay. The legend okay. that can't help himself. It all starts with the man in the mirror. It all starts with you and it ends with you. And as we've kind of discussed during this entire interview, in any and every capacity that we serve, be it in the media, in the government, in the schools, all over throughout our community, as Micronesian citizens, as Guamanians or, you know, as the people of Micronesia, it all starts and ends with ourselves. And it all starts with the man in the mirror. And it is a decision that you make. You have that decision to start similar to what I did. It was my decision to 
and first and foremost, the attention on the stereotypes to end the restrictions and the naysayers who said, you can't do this because you're this. It took me deciding to put an end to that and choosing to start turning the narrative and bringing those positive, those good works to the light in my humble (laughs) capacity as a public servant to to effectuate the change that we want to see in the world. It all starts with us. So that would be my message to the soon and up and coming to just really everyone, right? That's, it all starts with us in our little ways. Uh, That's how we effectuate the positive change that we want to see in the world. And that would be my message. Amen. All right. The last one. (laughs) You've done so much. But you, 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 you couldn't have done it without your family. And that's, that's all oh, in every case. So a message to your family watching right now. Thank you uh, for the opportunity. I would be so remiss if I did not, of course, always first and foremost, mom's going to say first and foremost, glory always goes to God. So we give him the glory always. And secondly, I want to thank my family, mom, dad, T, Dora, the kids, Nelta, Deepon, and the kids, um, Blue, Five, and all my moms, all my dads. <laughs> In the Chinese culture, there are no such words as cousins. So all my brothers and all my sisters, I would not be here without their support. It is a life like no other when you're no longer surrounded by them physically and being brought into a different island or into, you know, going to DC and not having their support. It's with their virtual support and their constant visits that I've been able to. So I want to thank them, make sure I give them the the due credit. I am nothing without them. And secondly, I want to thank my mentors. I want to thank my, um, my pastor, um, Mr. The late Mr. Dr. Uh, sweeter and they raised me since I was little um, along with my church the Wamshikis Church of Christ and the Bethlehem Church everybody I want to thank everybody who is doing their part in bringing those bad apples out of the conversation and bringing forth their positive contributions whether you're at the store whether you're you know at school all those little things that you're doing I want to thank you because it is that collective effort that the tides are turning. So inspirational. You're starting with yourself and glory to God always. Thank you, Vic. <laughs> All right, guys, that pretty much concludes another uh, One Micronesia podcast uh, with Tanel Tamori. We'll see you guys on the next. Remember, this podcast is being brought to you by Docomo Pacific. Better together. The One Micronesia podcast is brought to you by Docomo Pacific. Better together.